Welcome, welcome everyone to the backcourt with... Ooh, look how sexy that sounds. That sounds good. Uh, right? I'm, sounds sounds I, good. I am Giuseppe, that's Terrence. Uh, <coughs> TG13. What are you, the one or the two? What's that mean? What, what does that mean? Are you the oh, one or Oh, the... I'm, I'm definitely... I, I, this is a horrible way to start definitely. a show about basketball. You threw me off. Name the backcourt. I thought you were talking about something else. Just, I thought you were talking about something we were recording. I'm definitely the one in this situation. You're the two. Oh my God. I man. definitely, I definitely, I definitely am, am the one. I'm the point guard in this situation. Um, so this, this is, ladies and gentlemen, this is our new podcast uh, where we talk only about backcourt players in the NBA. No. Um, That'd be but cool though, right? For anyone who, who does not, who is not. Top five black court, backcourt players. Blackcourt. Uh, top five black backcourt players. That's a, that's a hard question to ask just straight off the bat. Jesus, I mean. Nah, a, man, I got it. You didn't got yours? I got, I got mine. I got mine. Ever in the NBA. I mean. I would, I, I'm no particular order. No particular order. Yeah, you go first then. Right, no particular order. I got, I'm taking Iverson. Uh-huh. I, I'm taking Ned Johnson. Okay, natural. I'm taking Kobe. Shout I'm out. taking Dwayne Wade. And I feel like I'm taking Like you're missing Vince. a big old one, aren't you? No, no, no. I backcourt. Backcourt. Ones and twos. Right? I'm, I mean, I gotta I'm going either Steph or Clay. I feel like I'd rather have Clay in this scenario and honorable mention Vince Carter. Okay. I don't know how you didn't mention Michael Jordan in this net list, but I took MJ. No, you didn't. I didn't take MJ? No. <laughs> you oh, said shit. you said I, I skipped I completely skipped M- no 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 you're Iverson, right. You're right. Kobe, uh, you're Magic, right. Dwayne Wade and Stephen. You're right. MJ was supposed to be after Iverson. Like so I literally it was supposed to have after I if I had to just make yeah. this up, don't quote me on this because I'm sure I'll change. It's gotta be MJ <laughs> for me. Um Magic, I gotta throw John Stockton on there, man. I mean, he's the best. He's like the prototypical point guard, man. You gotta throw him on there. Um, okay. I feel like I'm gonna get my assist from Magic. That's why. Gotta I do. Was, I wasn't thinking in terms of a player. I'm just thinking about like who's the best. It's gotta be. Gotta be. I said Magic, right? Gotta be Kobe. And then who's number five? Who's a good? Yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. With Chris Paul, I'm most want to throw Chris Paul on the list. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad yeah, at the five. I'll leave Chris Paul's the fifth. Yeah, Chris Paul's, I mean, the point god, isn't he? Yeah, I'm, I'm not anyway, mad Anyway, ladies five. and gentlemen, before we, we probably should have done this before, I think we should do a little quick intro, because if you are new and you haven't been following us in the gray area, uh, quick background. So, like I said, I'm Giuseppe or Joseph, depending on how you want to call me. Uh, let's see. Terrence been watching basketball since, like, 2011, 2012. It's not even that long, really. Not even 10 years. Um, I follow it pretty closely. I'm a Brooklyn Nets fan. I've, I've been a Brooklyn Nets fan the entire time. When I started watching basketball, they were just about to move over to Brooklyn. I started enjoying it. I then got a job at Barkley Center where the Nets play, so it all tied in perfectly. I started watching the Nets. I've been a Nets fan the entire time. No, I'm not a Nets fan just because they're good. I've been watching them since they were shit all these years. A bit of a background on me. What about you, Terrence? guess i lost terrence so i'll just have to keep talking until no 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 i i hit mute i hit mute we're using a new program I gotta, you know i gotta make sure that you know like the freaking thing what? is uh good and everything like that um no man i mean similar story right you know we met uh what toys R Us back in the days you know you probably weren't really into sports at the time. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I said I've been watching basketball since like 2011, 2012. So you've been watching yeah. it whole life, haven't you? Yeah, whole life. Whole life. Um, started out originally, I would say like my favorite team to follow was the Brandon Roy, well, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan obviously, well, yeah, you know, Bulls and everything, you know. But then after that, when I was able to like make like, okay, like, be aware of like good players and stuff like that. Brandon Roy, era Trailblazers. Brandon Roy was a beast, man. It sucks he 
he couldn't early, for much more than like four or five years. Yeah. Early Dwayne Wade heat error before Shaq got there. Yeah, flash before Shaq got there. Um, and even while, you know, Shaq was there and everything, he was my favorite player at the time. I followed him from Michigan. That's when I started, like, getting into college basketball and going into it and everything like that. Um, and then after that, obviously, Brooklyn Nets, due to the fact of being there since the arena opened and being able to, you know, work there and, and be a part of what was happening in Brooklyn in that era, you know. But I followed the Knicks too, you know, as a New Yorker. Of course. You know, you got to like, you know, like I like the Knicks, you know. That was the thing. I started kind of getting into basketball like around 2011, 2012. That was, I think, when Insanity happened, which was exciting to be in New York for that time. And Oh, Linsanity was crazy. Let's, yeah, let's, it was a fun let's, time. let's start on that. Let's, let's talk about the Linsanity yeah, era well, man, I feel, as New Yorkers. Jeremy Lin, man, I feel like he never – he didn't really – I think Jeremy Lin's actually a pretty great player, but he never really got the opportunity to, like, outside of Linsanity play that way. Did we go to a game during that era? No, I didn't. No, right? My no, first we, game – What was the preseason game we went to? Was that it was, a preseason game or something yeah, like that? Yeah, we went, like, to the, went to the Garden preseason game, but that was in, like, 20 – That was know. after the that – was, that was during the Carmelo era, though, right? Melo was still playing there. It was a Melo era. I think okay. it was, like, 2015, like, 16, that ballpark. After Linsanity, okay. Sandy was like, yeah. but right, yeah, but, right. Yeah, I felt like Jeremy Lin. He never like after he played with that. Like after Lin Sanity, right? He played phenomenally. By the way, it wasn't like a fluke. Like he just played like a beast. He got, you know, he he ended up signing with Houston, and I think he could have been great, but they immediately signed James Harden, and it was like, well, obviously, like Harden was much more experienced and took the yeah. team over, and then he spent two years kind of like, kind of being like the point guard, but kind of not because of Harden, and then that was it. Because from there, it was like a stand with the Lakers, didn't go well. He came off the bench in Charlotte. And then he signed with our Nets, man, with the Brooklyn Nets, only to barely play. He played like 38 games or something over the course of two seasons with us because of injuries. I think a lot of people had a lot of promise for I was uh, so pumped. When we signed him, I was, so, I was like, this is it. I'm like, I, I think like, people I'm made... like, this is going to be the, the – the, 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 he's going to bring us like – he's going to show he's like an all-star player. So I think he was. I think people made drama out of Jeremy Lin with him and Carmelo during the time. Because remember, during that time, I think yeah. Melo had got hurt. Melo right? missed a few games. Melo's missed a few, yeah. With, like, Melo and Stoudemire were still good at that point. Like, being, both yeah. missed a bunch of games, so he was Right, just so falling. it was kind of like, oh, like, Linsanity's taking over or whatever. Like, Carmelo hates it. And it was just like, Carmelo was very adamant about, like, yo, like, I like this. Like, we're winning. Like, why would I hate that this yeah, kid is helping I, us I win? That. Like, that like, doesn't he, make sense. It, it, maybe you know, who knows? I mean, he was a, he was the go-to guy forever. So maybe he didn't like it. Maybe I don't know. But it's I feel bad for Jeremy Lin. You know, he never really got that. He got a ring after Insanity. He got yeah, a he, ring, and Melo didn't. I'm not. I don't feel bad for him. He 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 said it himself. He was like, I got a ring that I didn't really earn, and like he didn't really earn that ring. Like he knows he barely played in the postseason at all. I think he played like more than three games. How many guys have rings they didn't earn? I mean, but yeah, like, but he, he straight up said don't, it. Don't he do said that. it. Not me. Yeah, but don't, that, that makes you ungrateful. That makes you ungrateful as he's, a player. He's not plenty wrong. Of bench, bench, he's not wrong. Plenty man. of bench players that get rings. He wasn't a bench player. Year. He wasn't a bench player. He, was a, he, he, he didn't even play. But I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying. It's not like he came off the bench. He like Bro, literally was garbage or nothing. Garbage minutes. If you're the 12th man, if you're the 12th man on the freaking team, right, and you don't get no burn, you're just literally there, and you get a ring. You you feel that way? Like you feel like I would know, feel. Like, ah. Listen, he came over in the trade deadline. So we only played like twenty games or something for the Raptors in the regular season. Then he did. Then he didn't play in the postseason. I wouldn't feel like I earned it. Like sorry, if, if he listen, if he was, if he came off the bench the whole season. For First them, of all, nobody thought the Raptors were even going to win that year, so he no. just got a lucky ring. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. And I, I, I got agree, a lucky ring. I agree with him. I don't think he and I'm, I would never take anything away from him, but I know where he's coming from. I would feel the same. I'd be like, I have a ring. I played 20 games with this, this team, came after the post, you know, the, after the trade deadline. All right, so sell it. Then. The I mean, he can if he wants. Right? Yeah, you can sell it. Ron, it's I mean, it's just, but, but he's, he's in piece, China sorry. right now, you know? Like, it sucks. Like, he never really got that opportunity. It's, I don't know. I always feel bad for him. In China, Stefan Marbury is a god. He is a god. You literally have statues of him over there, not even joking. Did you watch the doc? Did you, I think I did. Or I, think I, I, I watched part of it. Some, I remember, like, watching parts of that. It was, a really, it was a really yeah, good doc. Kevin Durant produced it. Did he? Yeah, Kevin Durant, executive producer, that, uh, that uh, movie. There's also a, another uh, something in the water. 
produced by Kevin Durant about uh, the ball players. Yeah, it's on Showtime. I think has it. It's about the bas- basketball players coming out of uh, DC. I want to talk about two big things that happened. This is our, this is this will be our uh, our weekly news segment. Two big things that happened. Number one, and the most important one, Karis Levert had surgery. Expect to make a full recovery. They removed the thing that was on his. Uh, Kidney, potential kidney cancer. Yeah, but they removed it, and he's good. Don't always need to play basketball necessarily immediately. We don't know, but full recovery. Yes, that's the good news. So that's fantastic news because I was that was like a I was genuinely worried about that. We got to put like some applause like right here. Okay, we'll just pause. All right, there it was. Isn't that great? Um, (laughs) So that's that's that. That's number one. But number two, and I don't know if you heard about this. um, It looks like. We may actually be having um, an all-star game this year. They're talking about potentially doing. Oh, I heard about they this. Originally, so they originally said stupid. there's gonna be no all-star game. There's gonna be like a week-long break, and then they'll but no all-star break. But now they're saying well, they might add an all-star game. This is a dumb idea. Just why, give why the that? guys off. Just let but, them take but, off. But it, would, it would only be the all-star game. There'd be no other. Things around it, no rising stars or three points. You have one it's thing. It's a problem, and if they're talking about doing it in Atlanta, it's a problem to put your most famous players, your all stars, in Atlanta, where clearly they don't give a damn about COVID. Yeah, but they would probably do a bubble situation where they would make sure. Like, I highly doubt you're gonna have James Harden go to Atlanta and not go to a club. They they would. They would. I mean, they have oh, to. Oh, come! He'll take energy. the fine. He'll pay the fine. What are nah, you gonna do? Fine? I think you gonna I spend think, that money on strippers. He'll pay the fine to the NBA. Like he doesn't care. I mean, listen. This whether they have it or not, they definitely. I don't know what they're doing, but I don't know if are they gonna name all stars. Like they need to name them, even if there's no game. They need to have all stars because we didn't do that in 1999. The last time we didn't have an all star game, there was no all stars that year. So I really hope we still get All-Stars even if they don't play in an All-Star game. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a money grab. It's a huge money grab. Of course it is. They lost a ton of money this year. It's not. It's not worth it, man. Like, the Lakers – LeBron is going to be there. You know he's going to be there. Right? You just – he just freaking won a championship. And then it was like how many days in between before the season started? It was less than two months. Less than two months. But Uh, Is that right? Maybe it was less than three. It, it, it couldn't have been more than, like, 70 days. It was only, like, I think it was only, yeah, something around. Like, I think it was, like, it was, like, it was like a middle of October, I think, they finished, right? And then the season right. started the end, towards the end of December, so, like, two months. Right. So, it was, like, it was like come on, man. Like, you can't, like, it's, it's just not fair. Like, they're, they're human still. They have to make sure their bodies are, like, up for this marathon. It would only time. be, like, that, I thought, like, 30 players or whatever, 15, you know. Yeah, but still, it, I don't – I think it's yeah. – you're, you're kind of tilting the scale at that point, Now, right? I think that's especially important because right now, our, 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 our coach and Steve Nash, boys, he playing our boys some heavy minutes, man. Right. Like Kevin Durant – 50 minutes. Kevin Durant – it's not even so much double – overtime games, I kind of get them. But at the same time, Kevin Durant – Especially does not need to be playing this kind of minutes, man. Like he's coming. I don't think he's playing. He's balling, but he can't be playing. He's averaging Steve like Nash seven is, is minutes pulling a, a uh, Tom Thibodeau. I don't. Th- I think right he's just. Now. I think he. I don't think he's. I don't know if he's thinking about it. I think he's so new to coaching. He's like, I don't know. I mean, all he's I know trying is to like, win, uh, and I get that he's trying to win. To be fair, like, we the part of the problem win is by like, putting your best players out there, right? Part of the problem is the last like bunch of games we've had have been very close games, which is bad. Well, you shouldn't it have is been bad. in those we positions. The last time we had a, a game where we could rest people really was the Knicks game, where we that was the night of the trade. Everything went down. Since then, we've had a seven-point win, a two-point, a double overtime loss, a 12-point loss, a four-point win, and then we we won the last few minutes last night against the Heat. So it's like we got to get some we gotta get some wins to rest these boys. I think last <laughs> night the guys, the, the big three for the Nets pay, played like – 30, I think average probably like 35, 36 minutes. Let me pull it up each. right now. All right, um, something like Harden, that. Harden only played 34. 34, nice. okay. That's fine. Kyrie played 40. I mean, to be fair, Kyrie just had two weeks off. He'll be all right. Uh, but then Durant played 30, <laughs> no 38. Yeah. Durant played 38 minutes, man. Like Durant, he's, listen, him more than anybody needs to not be playing heavy minutes. He's averaging 36 
The last time he played 36 minutes. That's a minutes. lot for a guy coming off of ACO. The last time he played more than 30 – more than last time he played 36 minutes a game was when he won MVP in 2013-2014. Like, we can't be – I mean, but he's on, a M- he's on an MVP run right now. I'd say that yeah. for sure. But he's listen, definitely on an MVP run. Listen, if he were averaging three, four, three, four minutes, all you need to do is take him out of the game. You know, if he's averaging 33, 34 minutes, that's fine. You need to just find a way to lower a couple of minutes per game. I understand he's a beast, but we got we, we to figure this out. And I know we're a little thin right now. Low management. Got to low manage. You know, and I know we're a little thin right now. We lost th- we were three open roster spots. We're filling one of them with that center. I was talking to you about, but we got to see, man. Also, I'm hearing I'm hearing talks that uh, we might try to go after Javel McGee. So I don't think I, I think here's the thing. I, I heard that too. So we're signing this guy named I believe Norville. What is his name? No, I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh. He has a kind of a goofy name. It's like Norville Redenbacher Pell, or something. Pell? No, that was nothing to do with the P. Norville Pell. Yeah. Yeah. Pell, so, yeah. <laughs> Redenbacher, it's anyway. Norpel, listen, the guy sounds like he's exactly what we need. Apparently, he's kind of a limited player, but he's. I like, saw his highlight reel on YouTube. He looks looks okay. Apparently, he's just like a rebounding shot blocking player. Doesn't do a whole lot else. Kind of like DeAndre Jordan, I guess. Not to be mean to him, but he's just like interior, get in there, you know, grab a couple of offensive stuff, you know, maybe put put back. But he's like blocking shot. He's good at it, which is what we desperately need. So I'm really hoping he can come in. And here's my theory, Terrence. I think if we, we, we – he should be able to play by the end of the week once he, you know, passes negative uh, COVID the, tests. The uh, COVID, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, assuming – let's say he starts playing next week, I think we're going to see – if he can fill that void, him and DeAndre Jordan can be that kind of player tandem, I don't think we're going to go after, like, a guy like JaVale McGee. We have time for the trade deadline. I think that's, I think I, that's the hope. It's, if this kid can work out – We're we'll still missing a, a like good wing defender – Yes. For the bench. We're missing we a good wing defender for the Tucker. bench. So we need it. That's what we need. Yeah, and we, and we, need, we need a big man. We need a big man. Uh, those this, are the two things we're missing. I think Nor- listen, Norval Pell is – I, I mean, he's 6'9". What, what, what is this guy? Is he? 6'9"? Maybe 6'10". He's 6'9", 6'10". Right. That's fairly big. I don't – Enough. I'm 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 thinking about Joel Embiid. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about Joel Embiid. I'm thinking about I'm thinking about Antetokounmpo, which you know I don't really call him a threat because I think Katie can guard him no problem. He's but I'm thinking about I'm thinking about him. I'm thinking about Anthony Davis. Mm. You know, like going think, to work. I think KD will probably be guarding that dude. I'm thinking about Jokovic going. You know, like these are the big guys I'm thinking about because these guys put in work. Yeah. These big guys put in work. So, like, if we don't got freaking big guys to go against them. But, but like, JaVale McGee's not doing that either. You know who we were looking I, – I also heard a rumor about who I think would be good? Nerlens Noel. He's a good – I defender. like his energy. I yes, like his, he has a lot I of like, energy. I like his and energy. He's, he's, you know what? He's a good defender. Like, not yeah. – like, yeah, he forces turnovers and block shots, but, like, he can guard players. So, we'll mm-hmm. I think this kid's coming in. It's kind of like, let's see what he can do. If he can New really, Orleans, I feel like, can guard the three through the five. Right, 100%. I, it, we'll see. I think right now we don't want to give up any assets because we don't have any assets to give up. So, I think yeah. we're going to see if this kid can – Gave up everything already. Gave everything up. If this kid, Norval Pell, can get it done, then we'll go, okay, cool. If he can't, we're going to have to look and see if we can get, like, a New Orleans Noel. I don't really want – I like JaVale McGee, but he's – like 33, and he's got a lot of injuries. He can't really play heavy minutes. So I don't really know if I trust him to be guarding. Yeah, but you don't, you don't necessarily need him to play heavy minutes. You just kind of got to alternate between him and DeAndre. What's DeAndre, by the way, really needs to step his goddamn game up. Yeah, he does, man. He, I, he, don't, I don't believe I'm looking at a completely different player right now. I'm, I'm, like, I'm looking at – There's no way he's like, like – people are like, oh, he's getting old. I'm like, dude, there's no way he went from like the dude who was averaging like what he was doing and such a defensive force to this guy in the course no. of like two or three years. This, like, come on this, this dude right now is like anybody can go against him. Yeah, he's just like, not – I, I don't know It don't he's matter. Like, like they don't look at him as a threat at all. No, no, he's not. He's, dude, like, he, he's was, just on the court. He came in second in defense player of the year in like 2015 and 2016. You know, no, we're see, only a couple of years removed from that. He's not like a – he shouldn't be a disappointment like he is now. Right, and you need you need that performance coming and more importantly him. dude we all know you only got like i love you Deanna jordan we all know you got signed because katie and Kyrie wanted you there absolutely so you need and to be living up to that ship or you got to be like 
if that's what I they feel do, like out of all ever out everybody, the Nets would be like, hey, look, we ain't keeping DeAndre. I really wonder if they came to KD and Kyrie and were like, we need a better center. Like, we have an yeah, opportunity like we to trade for yeah. Nerlens Noel for him. We'll I wonder if they'd be like, no, fuck DeAndre and freaking uh, Bruce Brown. We'll give up DeAndre Oh, and Bruce no, Brown. no. Bruce Brown is like our best defender right now. Can't give up. Listen, Bruce Brown is, un- is the underrated player of the Nets. He's probably the best. Really? I, th- I wouldn't give that to TLC, though. No, that dude is he's, – he's – can be solid on the defensive end, but I would Bruce, I would give the underrated player awards to TLC. Bruce Brown is balling right now, dude. He's I feel like he's dude. just getting a chance to prove himself, though. Who Bruce Brown? Bruce Brown, yeah. So, so? he's he's just getting a chance. I feel like TLC has like come out from last year, and especially being in the playoffs, he's kind of like like he's making a name for himself right I now. I like TLC fine, but he's streaky. You know, like his offense kind of comes and goes. I don't, it's def- I don't know, defense. I think he's going to be wrong. What's wrong with the streaky? Huh? What's wrong with streaky? Jared Smith was streaky. Nick yeah, Young Jared was Smith streaky. Blows. I don't like Jared Smith at all. You know, like, but the streaky players, sometimes you need the streaky players. I'm, I'm, I'm nothing against TLC. What I'm saying is, like, Bruce Brown doesn't have that range like TLC has, but that defense, dude, I don't know if you're watching him. Like, that dude holds guys. Like, he forces guys to pass the ball because they, they can't get past him. And he's like undersized. He's like six four or something like that. I think watch when he plays, man. I'm telling you, he's he's defender, bro. He is hustling on that defensive end, and he's yeah. also incredibly crafty on the inside, man. He gets some crazy like layups and shots to go in. Like he doesn't like, he doesn't have a range yet. Yeah, I saw that. I, saw I like that. I like Bruce Brown a lot, man. Like, I, I think we need to keep him at all costs because we our team is desperate for any defenders. We cannot give up him. At, at we need all. defense. We need our bench to show up. You know, yeah. I, I that's think why, um, like the thing we need, we need three things. I think we need, like I said, interior defense, like def- like a, a big, a rebounding block, shot blocking big. We need a wing defender. Also, just like a, like a PJ Tucker, Jay Crowder, D and three. We need the third thing. We need what Spencer did what he was, which we need like a, a playmaker off the bench, like someone who can run things a little bit. So we can now you're high on Chioza for this position right now. Yeah, but Nash isn't Nash is and Nash hasn't played the motherfucker in like in multiple games. Like he just doesn't seem to care. I don't think he he doesn't trust him, I guess, but I mean it, it has to be a practice thing. You know, it's, it's I like Chioza. I think he's whatever you show in practice is what what allows the coach to, you know, give yeah, you so some burn. If, I mean if we're not gonna play him, then we need to find someone who we will play. Because we need Kyrie, like, so we, Irvin's we probably need, busting his ass in practice. Yeah, well, that's not really his fault. Is that Kyrie? He burns most of guys. Um. Anyway, enough about the Nets. People tuned into this to hear about all sorts of basketball. Um. You uh, Kobe and Kobe anniversary today. We gotta make sure that we acknowledge it, and then I'm I'm gonna jump off of this real quick because I don't want to stay on this too long. Um, due to the fact that you know, uh, his wife acts that a lot of the media and whoever covers yeah. basketball. We don't need to respect her wishes. Like it's it, we don't this just gonna acknowledge it. This is just like a you know, I can't believe it's been a year and mm-hmm. that's it. I was I was upset. I was upset at ESPN this morning. I was even talking to my girlfriend about it. I was They're like, all putting stuff up, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm upset because she she acts. You know, yeah, like they she know said, hey. what clicks, but people are gonna click on so but she said, please, she's like, please don't do any, like, in remembrance of, like, don't, you know, please, like, you know, and I, I think it would be just right to just hear that and just, I'm like, on the you know SPN what? app right now. The first article is the longest flight in the Lakers history when the team learned about Kobe. Then there's Kobe's two, Kobe Bryant's two Come legendary on, careers. Come then on. there's eight on eight, a collection of stories of Kobe Bryant's impact. And it's video. not, it's not cool. Then there's a video. Asked you guys not to do that. Oh, then, there's she a, asked you. then there's a six minute, then there's a six minute video of him. And then there's on, a video of Come Shaq on. talking about him. And then there's the everlasting relationship of Kobe and Pow. Then there's Stephen A on Kobe. Every article on here, every video is about. This. Look, I'm, I'm just like ESPN I said, like I, I'm not. About I'm not gonna stay on this because I, I, I want to respect. I, I want to be that person that respects people's wishes because I feel like everybody else doesn't, you know. And especially if we're putting this online and on the internet and things like that, you know, like I want to stand for something. You know, I rather be like, hey, look, this is what I stand by. I'm not crossing that line. You know, I respect her wishes. 
You know, she's in mourning and she has children that are in mourning and they're and it's just We don't need every stand. year to go, hey, remember Kobe Bryant? Like, we all know he it was not okay. taken too soon. We don't need to remind okay. once a year. Like, she needs to relive it. Anyone needs Imagine to if they did that for Michael Jordan's father. Yeah. Like, and I think, listen, like. They just showed we, a bunch of clips of him and his father. Yeah, like, we all just need, like, he, I don't think you sh- like, you shouldn't have, like, a, a like, remember this day for this person who died like no that's not what we need to do like we all remember and we all know what happened we went through it last year we don't need to go through it every year now that's it but espn i'm sure we'll do it every year we'll go and it's it's sad that they they got to do that you know i just i just hope that they They realize that um no yeah they choose you it's just like it's just like a few years ago i think it was um who is it um jeff van gundy i think it was one of the Van Gundys got pissed off because he was like, you know what? The problem right now with LeVar Ball is that everyone is writing stories about him. It's the media's fault that he's doing this and he's getting away with things. Everyone's writing stories about him. He's like, yeah. it's all on the media. You, every, the media needs to do better. And it actually worked. Everyone stopped writing stories about him. After that. They stopped writing stories, right. So Which, by the way, he, did you see the new story about uh, LaMelo? Don't know. Because uh, he's not getting any minutes. And Too bad. Earn him. LeVar was like, yeah, son's upset or whatever. Listen, it was like the coach was just like, hey, podcast, look, like you turn the ball over too much. On this podcast, I want a no LeVar ball rule. I don't ever want to talk about him. No, I like LeVar ball. Fuck that guy. Like anyway, ball. quickly, what are we talking about, Terrence? You got you to deal – no, 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 because you got to acknowledge somebody that just goes hard for his kids. That's it. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah, you don't need a guy who's fucking up his. You don't, you don't, we don't talk about a guy who's fucking up his kid's career. That's what he's, he's already ruined. How one. is he messing up his kid's career? Lonzo right. Ball. He fucked up. Lonzo's career would have been so much better had he not had Lavar Ball. That's number one. As a I think, but you're saying the goat. You're saying the way he went about it. You're yeah. saying the way he went about it. Yeah, yeah which I can agree. If he, if he had done, I can agree the way he went about it. If he had done what every other NBA parent does, which is to fuck up, it would have been fine. Who knows? LeBron could be LeBron could be a nobody right now if his fucking mother and father, father or whatever went out and did the same shit. We don't know. I what happened. I, I think I admire his belief, dumb. his belief in his kids. I think I admire that. But that, that, that's it. I have nothing that's against, I I have nothing against a, yeah. a parent loving their kid, but that's not what he didn't just love him, did he? He didn't just have believe in his kid. He hyped him up and said he was better than every other. He literally he's better than Steph. <laughs> that was when Steph was MVP, by the way. And he did all. I guess what happened? It turns and, out. It turns out that gets in a kid's head. He was like 19, and he never would live up to that. And he knew it, and he did. Levar had a, a not Levar. Uh, what's the other L? God damn it! There's too many LOs. What what, yeah, what that's what dumb fathers do, by the way. They name their kid the exact same letter for six. What's the one in the Pelicans? One in the Pelicans. Lamello. Lamello? Lonzo. Lonzo. Okay. Lonzo. Lonzo had a lot of he basically had to back up his father's words. And he didn't. And he, and didn't. he never will, and it's too late now. And that's on him. I don't, that, I don't think he'll that meet failure is on the ball. Either. Yeah, you're right. That's what I'm saying. Like his that's what I'm saying. Like, his, so I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, I'm happy he believes in his kids. No, dude. Like, you ruined their career. You ruined his career. And you might ruin Lamelo's if you don't. He might have pulled. He might have put him on a pedestal that he can't reach. Lamelo, I think, has a greater chance of me. I told you the Hornets are one of my fun teams to watch for this year. Like I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying watching them play basketball. My prediction for the Hornets: they finish a few games below or above 500. You know, they're not going to be anywhere else. A few games below 500. Below, they're going to be around 500. I think. You know. Maybe a few games above it. I games think, below it. I don't think, I be think they'll be fighting for an eighth seed. Yeah, that's probably yeah. I and think they'll, they'll be fighting for an eighth seed. And then they'll play. They'll play us in the first round and wipe the floor with them. Yeah, I I don't think we'll get an, a one seed. No, we won't. We won't. Um, I don't. Yeah, I I think we'll be a two or three. No, but to be fair, the East is weird right now, man. Like it right is. Now, it's, it's, it's right very now, uneven. Atlanta is in the is in sixth, and they're five five hundred. You know? Very uneven. It's weird. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, this this season is interesting so far. I think. I don't know. I, I think the only I think there's two teams in the East who are really gonna actually, really can come out of the East to go to the finals. Celtics, it's the, Bucks, it's, Nets. Uh, yeah, but I think Celtics are the odd man out in that team. I think they're a little too young, compared to what they're going up against. I love the Celtics, but I think they're just a little young. I think. The Bucks and us Nets, the Nets will do better. I think the Celtics need to make a move. 
I'm not sure exactly what that move is. They just they've always had a hole at center. They need a five. Yeah, like, and, good, I, and that, that's probably what it is—the five position. I think. That, uh, I think and the they don't they don't need like a, a massive like superstar center, but they could use like a. They good, need steady. Center. They yeah. need they just need steady, stable. Like like Stephen Adams would have been a good choice, actually. Man. Um. Oh wow. That's someone they should have gone for, and they ain't getting. Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams is being wasted in New Orleans right now. They, it was so weird. They, they, they traded for it, and they immediately signed it to, like, an extension. I was like, what? He's, his career is being wasted right now in New Orleans. Yeah. Yeah, and it's also just, like, a weird – like, they don't really need – like, they Zion don't need him. and Brian Ingram are more than capable of being kind of like those bigs. You don't really need, like, a, a center like him. You don't, you don't need him. You Especially had Brian him. Ingram had what's, the, what's the guy that she, the, the, the shoots? Uh, Met? Uh, oh, I don't know what his name Melly? is. Melly? Yeah. Melly, right? I don't know his names. Melly, I think he was out for um for a bit. Hold on, this is what we have Google for. All right. Pistons, worst team in the league, unsurprisingly. What do you think about the Pistons, Terrence? They're currently four and thirteen. Pistons at four and thirteen. <laughs> worst team Jeez. in the league right now. Feel bad for Dark Rose. Oh, he like stayed there too. He should have left. Yeah, he he stayed. I I think he just you know he had an amazing. Uh, he played well last year. He had an amazing year. You know, it was just like hey, you know. Yeah. Let's uh let's keep it going. Um, one thing I do want to talk about. Nicolo Melli. What about that's him? his name? I know that. That's the New Orleans. Uh, that's the he plays the four, but he can play the four and a five. He's a he's a shooting four. He can shoot for three. You know what's crazy, Terrence? The Nets have played the most games in the NBA. You know what? Already? Yeah, we played 19 games. Jeez. Which is like mo- a, most teams have only played – we're 11 and 8, yeah. Most teams have only played like 18 or 17. But we've played 19. Nice. So, one thing I want to talk about quickly is the Pistons. You know who uh, Jeremy Grant is? Jeremy – yeah, yeah. He used to play for uh, OKC. Yes. You got, I got to give this kid a lot of props. Solid three. He's a solid three. That's what I want to go over quickly, Terrence. So this kid started off with Philly, actually. He played, you know, solid minutes there. wasn't anything amazing. He played well. Ended up in OKC. The first year he was with OKC, Mello was there. And there was a few games where, like, he was closing out instead of Mello, like, in the end of the game. Because yeah. he was playing better defense. And he was playing well, right? Following year, um, uh, Melo gets, you know, traded to Houston, so he becomes a starting small forward. He plays really well, right? Averages like 13 points, five boards over a block. Plays really well in that role, but then, of course, OKC blows up the team. So last year, he plays with Denver. Coming off the bench mostly, plays well, right? So this offseason, I don't know if you hear about this, Terrence, this offseason, the Nuggets offered him a three-year, $60 million deal, okay? $20 million a year, which is more than enough. Like, I think, yeah, that's, that's a lot for him, right? Um, but then the Pistons will offer him the same deal and he signs the Pistons, right? And people are like, why did he sign the same deal with the Pistons, not with them? Denver just went to the conference finals. Like, they're a great team. Why the Pistons? And the rumor was that the, the talk was that he, he wanted the bigger role on the offense and that's what the Pistons were willing to offer. Yeah, but you'd rather take a bigger role over a chance to win something? Right. And more importantly, people were like, this dude's career high is like 13 points. Like, he's not really... He, he can't really create his own shot that much. Like, he's not really that kind of guy. You know, like, is this really a good choice, right? Yeah. On the season, the Pistons, the Pistons' worst team in the league, throughout 17 games, he's averaging 24.3 points a game while shooting the ball at very good numbers. Oh, he's doing good. He, he, he went from last year, he shot 3.5 threes a game. Now he's shooting seven. He doubled the three. He's taking, making 39% of them. He clearly worked on his shooting. Um, and he's having, he's having a stellar year. So, shout I'll out. I'll take that. I'll take that. I mean, he made an improvement. So, is he, is he in talks for uh, betting on himself, MIP? Man. I think so. I think he's definitely up there. I mean, he doubled his scoring average. But yeah, Terrence, I think Jeremy Grant, man, bet on himself. I think uh, not maybe the best decision on the team, but he's still young. Which is good. He made, he's going to make his money. He yeah. probably should be, you know, in the runnings for most improved player this year, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but also, who knows, man, like, he's on 
I mean, he's putting up good numbers. Like, another team might want him. Like, shit, I'll take him. I mean, we can't really probably afford that. But, I, you know, like, I think maybe he'll, like, get a trade. You know, like, some Detroit can trade him now that he's playing so well. It's an interesting move. Can we talk a little bit about the freaking orphan, orphan stepchild of New York, which Chicken is the Knicks. New York Knicks? The Knicks, man. Um, Shout out to Julius Randle. Julius Randle's balling, man. Julius Randle, he's 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 doing great. Uh, quickly, <clears throat> I think that's that's his name, right? Mayo quickly, the rookie. Wait, what? What's the question? What's the the saying? Quickly, quickly, uh, the kid. Rookie, oh, his name a, quickly. Yeah, yeah, he's doing. Yeah, yeah. Right? I think that's his name, right? Quickly, he's he's yeah, good too. Right? They um, you know, and obviously R.J. Barrett. Um, the Knicks are. Looking like they're doing something better with Thibodeau right now. I listen. I think the Knicks are gonna be pretty mediocre as they always have been. But here's the thing: the reason I think the Knicks are playing kind of okay is because Tom Thibodeau is doing something that I feel like the Knicks are afraid of usually, which is actually letting players play. Well, most what every other coach has done for the last ten years is. They just play you need a system. You need you this. Yeah, you well, got like you have these young guys. And instead of being like, well, like, yeah, they're young and we're not going to be very good this season, so what do we do? got to let these guys play. Play through their mistakes and develop and get better, you know? And that's what, they never do that. But Tom Thibodeau is famous for running guys heavy minutes, and guess what? It turns out if you give some of these guys minutes, they, like R.J. Barrett is playing well this season because he's playing minutes. Yep. You know, like a lot of these teams, like they just like, like remember they're what was 20, They're 23, 22 years old. Like You have to let them play. Let them play. They can play an hour. Like he, they, used to, they used to doing it in college. Here's a great example. Kevin Knox, right? Rookie year, averages 13 points, you know, a couple of boards. Doesn't play amazing. Kevin Knox was rookie of the year? No, no. Oh. No. Jeez, but he, I, I was about to have a heart attack. <laughs> no, but he, he played well. I think, he made, I think he made like the all-rookie first team, no? No, he didn't make uh, it. I can see that. I can see he, that. He played solid. Solid enough, you know, he played 29 minutes a game. He played well. And it was like, all right, like, can you yeah, go yeah. off of that? You know what happened last year, his second year? He averaged 18 minutes a game, and he averaged six points. Because this is what the Knicks do. You have a guy who had a quality year. Let's build on that. No, no, no. Cut his minutes. Like, this is what I mean. Like, this is what they keep doing. Like, a lot of teams do this. Like, you have to like, – listen, unless you're competing for a championship, you need to let guys develop, okay? Especially when you're a shit team like the Knicks. Like, let these guys play to get better. You know, if, they, if they're not good and you play them for, like, 40 games, well, the, we all know the, the problem with the Knicks is ownership. Right. You know, like ownership with James Dolan is probably the hugest problem God, he's the fucking that the Knicks have. Yeah, so, right. you know, it starts at the top, right? And then it trickles down. So, you know, hopefully James Dolan's not going to sell the team. We know that. Unfortunately, gonna, unfortunately unless, for Knicks fans, he ain't going to Unless there's some freaking, you know, stripper that comes out of the woodworks and, like, you know, he did something wrong, which I Even hope doesn't then, happen. he still wouldn't. He still you know? wouldn't it. Right. You know, do you think he'll pull a uh, – uh, what's the, the guy from Clippers? Um, uh, uh, you know, Sterling. the old owner. Sterling. Yeah. Right? Do you, you think, yeah, John, Donald Sterling. Yeah, you got Donald Sterling, yeah. Donald Sterling, you know, you think he, James if, Stolen is he's too stubborn. He's not gonna if something he's, he's insane, gonna do if something insane with Donald Sterling thing happened, I think he would be they'd force they forced Donald Sterling to sell. I think they would force Dolan to sell as well. Um, but it would have to be something like that. It couldn't be a regular controversy. It had to be like some awful, awful shit. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. listen, the the the, pro- the problem is with a lot of these teams is you have you have um a GM's who their job is to trade players and do all the stuff right and get the right team. And you have coaches don't always agree with what they're doing. And so sometimes the, co- and the coaches are looking after their job. So sometimes they, a lot of times what they do, unfortunately, is they'll play these older vets, guys who they think they can get the most wins out of at the, at the cost of developing these younger guys because they're trying to keep their job. And that's, that's where things break down. You have a coach trying to get his job against as many wins as he can, even though what he should be doing is developing these players. But with the Knicks, there's no job security. You have one year. If you don't do it right in one year, you'll be fired in the second year. It's happened like six times in a row. Well, they had freaking um, – they have – oh, man. Hey, you sound like you're on the other side of the room. What happened? The coach. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, you sound like you're on the other side of the room. I don't know what happened. I didn't do anything different. 
I legit didn't do anything at all. Maybe I can fix this. Lots of audio issues on this uh, first episode of the backcourt. It's cool, you know. It's like you know, like when all three of the Nets came together for the first time. We just gotta figure out what works for us. Yeah, I think uh, I think the Knicks. We'll see, man. At least they're at least they're finding some guys who can play. You know, at least we realize. And the coaching that they have on the Knicks is actually really good because the last time they went to the playoffs, they went with Coach. Uh, was that D'Antoni? No, it wasn't D'Antoni. Oh no, it was, it was um, uh, Brown or what was that dude's name? I think it was Mike. something Brown. Mike Brown. Was that his name? Something last time like they went to the playoffs, yeah, it was with Mike Brown. And guess who's the assistant coach? At the Knicks. There you go. Mike Brown. Under Thibodeau. So I think you know putting the right people in place. Who understands is like obviously Mike Brown worked with them before, so he knows a little bit more, you know, which helps, which helps, you know, especially that being like one of your head assistant coaches, you know, and then that being the last person that brought them to the playoffs. Tell you, man, I think one of the biggest reasons is Thibodeau, and like he plays guys maybe too many minutes a lot of times, but I'm telling you, man, you get like these guys work through these issues, like Mitch Robinson. Mitch Robinson had a great year. He's doing good. He's but doing then good. what happened his second year? They played him less. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? You know? Like, you have to let these guys work through their minutes and work through their mistakes. Like, no one – that's the problem. A lot, of, a lot of teams, man, a lot of these GMs and stuff and the, the, these owners, they just – they hope that when they draft a player, LeBron James, boom. Nobody has every, patience. Every, everything else will just work out. And it's like, dude. No, no player no. development. So I'm saying I can name like five teams right now. Maybe we'll go over this next week of like these teams who every year they, they get good draft picks and every year they give them like one year. And if they're not good, then they just go, I don't know, whatever, find someone else. Like you need to develop the, the, the amount of people who come in the league like LeBron or even, even like a Donovan Mitchell, they're rare, man. It's super fucking rare to get a guy to come in and be NBA ready and just hit the ground running. Most guys. Speaking of Donovan Mitchell, did you see the uh, clip with him and uh, Shaq? Shaq Yeah, Shaq told him he doesn't think he had it. He's like, I think you're a great player, but I don't think you got it or whatever. He told him this. Donovan Mitchell replied, as you probably should have. He said this to him. That's such like, a you know, why, why? Why? You know, after the after the game on Thursdays, yeah, why would you say that after a guy's playing through a game? He why said that. He said that to him. He's like, I, I love you as a player. I just don't. I, I don't think you ever had it. And Donovan Mitchell replied. He was like, Okay. That's what I was like. What do you have to say? About it? He's like, Okay. He's like, All right. You know, yeah, which mature which is right, which is how you respond. He's like, All right, cool. Like, all right. So, what do you, that doesn't make you God. Like, because you're Shaq and like, I, because you, you feel that way? Like, come on. That's weird. You shouldn't bring it up in an interview like that. Like, especially after a game, like, he's just not. So what, what, so what do you think about that? I, I, I disagree strongly. I think, I think Donovan Mitchell is I love I love Donovan Mitchell. Um, I met him personally when I used to work. Yeah, yeah, I used to work at the, the bowling alley in New York City. Lucky Shaq. Is Shrek. he cool? No, he's dope. He's dope. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't like to lose. He doesn't like good, that's a good um and I saw to have it. for a basketball player. I, I saw it. It was him, it was uh it was uh uh Larry Nance and it was uh uh Kuzma. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, Kuzma, Larry Nance, they all they came like uh there was bowling in New York City or whatever the case may be. And Donovan was just like getting his behind whip. Right, he was getting destroyed, and like at the time, like basically everybody was gone, and I was playing music or whatever. He's like, "Yo, put on some Davies." He's like, it's, "We're going into the second half," but like you know, like you got what twelve frames, right? Ten. So they had ten frames, so they were like on their uh, sixth frame or whatever. And he's like, "We're going into the second half." He's like, "Put on some Davies." So he was like, "I need to get to the zone, or whatever." And I seen this dude basically like flip the switch. Like, you, you literally flip the switch in bowling, though. I'm like, yo, he doesn't even – he's not – this is not <laughs> he basketball. He flipped the switch in bowling. That's hilarious. Yeah, but I'm like, this is not basketball. He's literally like, yo, like, I'm not losing. Like, he had that 
like I will not lose sure. mentality, even Mama in mentality, just this, even if it's just this bowling thing. Like there's a completely different sport, but I'm still not going out like that. You know, I so I think I think Donovan Mitchell has it. I mean, obviously bringing up three one in the playoffs last year and losing. Yeah, but it's I mean, not that, easy to say. Listen, that that sucks, right? But like, I don't even know what to say. Like, yeah, the Warriors coughed up a 3-1 lead, and they're, they're still a beast team. You know, like, I don't – I mean, LeBron James called up a 3-1 lead. I don't know. Did, did he? Didn't he? Wait. No, that's true. They were, no, so, no, no, no. I don't think he – He was never up 3-1, but he did get swept yeah, yeah, yeah. in the finals twice. Um, yeah, uh, Tim Duncan and um, – who else what? was it? I don't think he got swept twice. He did. He got swept in the first, when he went in two thousand seven with like the worst team ever. He somehow dragged to the finals. He got swept, and then he got swept against uh, Katie in the Warriors like two years ago, two thousand eighteen. I think it was. Ah, no, hundred percent, dude. Was that a was that a four one? Well, the first the, the first the first KD with the Warriors against the Cavs was a four one, and then the second one was a four zero. That's why they swept twice, LeBron. And, and, and is anyone questioning LeBron being a uh, superstar? What? No. That's what I'm saying. Don't. So I don't think Donovan Mitchell – like, I think Donovan Mitchell – like, yeah, he gave up a 3-1 lead. That sucks. He also – like, they weren't even a complete team. Like, they didn't have Bogdanovich, and, and they still weren't even, like, really a great – that amazing team. Like, it sucks to give up a 3-1 lead, but, like, that doesn't mean anything. He's also only been the postseason of all, twice. that playoff battle between him and Jamal Murray was a good last one. year – was ridiculous. Jamal Murray, man, he – I don't know if he's – He's I, been I don't know playing – but I, you saw the game last – last uh, what was it, the other day? No. The, versus the Suns? No, I didn't see you it. Know, he brought them into that uh, double OT win? No, I didn't see it, actually. Man. You know what? I don't, I don't watch a lot of games unless they're Nets games right now. I probably no, won't. Man. I, I try to keep up on up. everybody. I, I mean, I'll watch, like, the highlights and stuff. I'll keep up, like, with what happened, but I don't watch them. I just, it's just, you know, not time necessarily. But... You know, I, I stay on NBA TV as much yeah. as I can, and then, you know, uh, I, got a, I got access to someone's league pass, you know. So Listen, with Jamal Murray, I like Jam- Jamal Murray. The problem is he, he has these high, super high highs. He has these ball and games. But then he has such lows of, how, like, four points and like in, in order for him to be that like all-star superstar they want him to be that they that that, that the den the denver needs him to be with, with Jokic, is mm-hmm. he needs to be he needs to have less lows that's what a, a star does everyone's gonna have an off night but he can't be so streaky he's got to be able to consistently be able to contribute every night you know like you can't have a 38 point performance and then a four point performance like you got to figure that shit out yeah and if he can do that then yeah he's gonna be he's, he's like a uh he's kind of like a clay thompson almost where like if he gets hot, you got to watch the fuck out. I mean, he's also in the West where he's competing against Donovan Mitchell, Steph yeah, Curry. It doesn't matter about your production. I mean, you got to Paul, Devin Booker, you know, like he's, he's – you're in the West. You know, the West, everybody knows the West is always tougher than the East, you know. Yeah, but that doesn't matter about like your production. Side. Like, you still got to be able to, to play. Like, yeah, you carry your team. But also, like, when you look at the Denver Nuggets, like, you do look at Jokic first. And, and, and then that's, and that's, Jamal Murray. That's the thing about it. That's why he has no excuse. Because he's not carrying that team. Jokic is having a fucking MVP caliber season. You're the second banana. You just got to play second banana level. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't well, need no, to play. You, like, you say second banana like it's a bad thing. Like, it's, it's, not, not, no, it's, like, it's not a bad thing. You're what Robin. Is, you're Robin. But, but there's, there's nothing wrong with that. What I'm saying is it, it, you, you need to be able to consistently play well and you'd have less pressure than a guy like Jokic or a guy like Kevin Durant. Like they're the go-to every, you cannot let up if you're one of them because everyone can look at it. He doesn't have to have that pressure. Yes. He has Clay Thompson pressure when, before KD came, we're like, you need to come up and, and show up. But there's yeah. less pressure. We need, we need you to be consistent. We need yeah. you to be consistent. That's, that's all it is. That's the thing about Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray just gets too many games where he just seems like he doesn't – if he gets off to a rocky start, he seems like he just checks out. And he's like, well, next game I'll get him. So, no, dude, you got to, like, find that shit in you. You know? So, I, I like Jamal Murray a lot. And I hope he can bring that because I love watching him play. Yeah, I think um, – I think um, And Donovan Mitchell's a beast last year. Though. What the fuck? Shaq. Yeah, Shaq, Shaq was bugging out with that. Hey, he, know, he, he knows he was bugging out with that. that that's a real 
crazy. By the way, statement. currently, currently, uh, the Jazz are, have won their last eight straight games after they took a thirty. After after the Nets, Terrence dropped a thirty-four. They up hundred and thirty points on the Jazz, which is insane to drop that kind of one hundred and thirty points on that good of a defensive team. We cracked them by thirty-four points, Terrence. Since then, they've won eight straight. <laughs> Jeez. The eight straight. That, currently that loss hard, huh? Oh, they they fucking showed up. They're twelve and four right now. Okay, they're currently a game behind the number one seed in the league. So I don't Lakers. know what. Uh, yeah, well, Clippers are half a game ahead of them. And the Lakers are really half a game. Got it. The Jazz like Jazz are like that low. The Jazz are like that low key team that like could just pop into the finals at any time. Like it might be crazy to say, but they're really good. And I don't know um, if they're quite that good. What, but... what were we saying last year? We were saying uh, Denver and Miami had a potential because I mean, like you you knew LeBron was there. With the Lakers, but you were like, you know what? I the think, streak that Denver is on right now, this would be crazy. I think, yeah, we were. I think, I think the Utah Jazz are kind of like the Heat of last year. We're like, they're low key a really good team, and if the yeah. cards fall in the right way, dude, don't don't fucking sleep on them. Ah oh, man, the Heat won't sniff the uh, finals again for years. I, I don't know, man. Right now, they're not playing great, but they've also had they've also had like a lot of. Health and safety. I think that was. I think that was their chance. I mean, mean, you you expect them to get past Milwaukee again and the Celtics again, and now Brooklyn. You expect them to get past them again? I mean, listen. In all honesty, I don't know. I think they're wily, but right now, like, they're not full strength. Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, miss a bunch of games. A lot of them have. We'll see. But there's also rumors that um, they 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 try to acquire Bradley Beal. That'd be a huge move, man. Jimmy Butler, Bradley Beal. Bam Adebayo? I'm going to help. I, I don't know, man. I think that'd be a pretty – they have a pretty good team there, but it's – It's a great team. It's a good team, but it's not going to help. I it's do not going to help you get past those three tiers. This is, this is what I'll say. I'll say I do think you're mostly right. It probably was that year. Like, that was kind of a crazy they, – they, they just – they played – they never lost it. Yeah. They played great the Sometimes entire time, a little luck. Cool or not. And then, yeah, the chips just fell in their, in their favor. But you never know. You never know, um, but you're probably right. Yeah. But anyway, Terrence, I think that wraps up the backcourt episode one. Yeah, boy. Um, I think if anyone, what are you, Flav, Flav? Um, <laughs> if, uh, if anyone's interested in re- reaching out, we're going to keep the same email because I just don't want to send another email. Yeah, it's just, yes. This is under, the, this is under the gray area umbrella of podcasts. So Ooh, I love that. If Umbrellas. You, if you want to reach out, Terrence loves umbrellas, guys. You have no idea. We'll talk about that next episode. If you want to reach out to us, thegrayareapodcast at gmail.com, we will read your emails. I might not necessarily say them if they're lame, but um, feel free to reach out. Got you. Um, Terrence, do you have anything else for us before we go? Um, no. I mean, you throw the ball up in the air, and it's whoever's the first to 100 is the winner. I don't know. I don't, that was like a Jerry Springer final thoughts like thing. You <laughs> I don't know if that's how we want to end the show, but that's 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 it. Yeah, I got a new one for you every week. Is cool. that what we're gonna do? So you're gonna do like the Jerry Springer thing every week? Yeah, yeah. I, I, got a, I got a new one for every week. Kind of like a fortune cookie every time you bring out some wisdom. Yeah. Will it make sense? I don't know. It's gonna sound <laughs> maybe good that one didn't make much sense, but you know yeah. what are you gonna do? It'll sound good. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, see you next week. Peace.